In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke, dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad, baby, before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister! Cool, say. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces lead the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. Oh, the humanity. Oh. <laughs> oh. The big O. What dookie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Live from Gold Gym. <laughs> uh, write down the phone numbers, ladies and gentlemen. 1-800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. Of course, we have the AOL for broadband instant messaging. JFK El Jefe. Our website, which apparently is nothing in the weekend website world. I guess not. But uh, check it out. Big up to uh, JD who hooks us up. ElHefe.tk. You spell El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E. I'm going to start doing my rock impressions already. Uh, hideout. Uh, email us. EJHideout at Yahoo.com. A lot of stuff to get to. On this fine Sunday evening, the last Sunday evening, for a very long time. Did you enjoy Sundays? I actually did. It's just nice to go out there and see the, leave the studio without all the lights blinking yellow as I'm going home. You no, know, that's it's so late. By the way, I forgot to do, let me introduce the cast of characters. To my right on your radio dial, J-Dubs. In front of me, uh, Mr. Spoon. Yeah. And uh, I am, of course, El Jefe. Fidel is here. But no Punani. Where's Johnny Punani? He didn't say anything? Not that I remember. <laughs> Johnny Punani is uh, our old our old guy on the show, oldest or older guy, because Spoon's the oldest guy on the show. But uh, just a big, I'm not. fat lard of a man that comes in and helps us out and um, wears Velcro <laughs> shoes and no Punani to be found. That's interesting this evening. Oh, wait a second. Was he going to the beach this weekend? I think he was. I think he was going yeah. to meet his F buddy at yeah, the beach. He, he better. Because it's been a while. Yeah, he he gets a little testy when he yeah. doesn't get to meet his F-buddy on a regular basis. I was this close to having sex today. This close. <laughs> yeah. And then the person I was going to have sex with was what like... What's man? <clears throat> whoever it could have been, was like, we're dirty. <laughs> We're d don't you don't you want to shower first? No. See, gay sex no. sucks. Gay sex usually doesn't have that many morals. So I'm surprised. That what are you doing? That. Oh, don't worry Shut about it. Shut up. Oh man. <laughs> and then the other thing too was, all right, fine. If if we're gonna have dirty sex, let's at least wear a condom. <laughs> no thank. No thank you. I'd rather not have sex. <laughs> I'm ready to go work out. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm not interested. Speaking of sex lives, oh, stuff we have to get to this evening before we delve into the wonderful world of Spoon. We went to Ozfest last night, or Friday night. Friday night. And such filth, <laughs> so disgusting, 
the infidels and the 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 humanity that was just it was horrible. It, it stunk. It just like the the live show was great. It stunk though. Well, and we'll get into Ozfest. We'll get into our whole. Uh, we have a whole Ozfest rant. I don't know how many of you went to Ozfest. Uh, how many of you have gone in years past? But we're going to relate it to you on what it's like. Also, too, if we have time, I believe college is kicking back up. Yeah. So I'd like to check in with a moral fan who's down at the University of Tennessee. That'd be cool to see if he's gotten the fat girls yet, if he's banged them like we told him to, and then where he's going from there. And then also, I need to go before the Hideout Security Council. Um, I, El Jefe, am ready to propose a radio war. Our first one. Oh, man. Our first radio war. Uh, it, I've been chomping at the bit. Uh, in fact, I've been holding back for a whole week because of what I heard. And in a little while, I'm going to bring it before the Hideout Security Council. Oh. And we are officially going to start our, I first, hear this. our first radio war. But in the meantime... The last few Sundays that we've been on the air, thanks to Washington Redskins, has been all about Spoon. About Spoon missing the airplane for the Skins broadcasts. About Spoon uh, eventually breaking up with his ex-quote-unquote psycho girlfriend. <laughs> and now Spoon's one of these guys, too. And I don't know if you're like this, Dubs. How long have you ever gone in between relationships? Oh, Almost, probably years at times. Really? Like actual steady relationships. I don't jump right into another one right after I break up. I will overlap my relationships. Meaning, like, I'll go out with a chick and I'll stay with the chick until I find something better. And then I'll still stay with the chick until I know the other one's going to materialize. And then I'll dump the other chick because I've already got the other one broken in. And you call me a scumbag. You, call, you say I'm horrible to women, but I've never done that. <laughs> I used to. That's what. That was my thing, man. There was a time. Oh, that makes it right. Well, you know why? Where I was working five chicks at once. It was amazing. Oh man. All, I, like all over different different parts of Dallas. Oh, uh, listen to him. What thing, man? That's why I liked high school. Because that's when I was a pimp. I mean, I, I feel you there. I feel you. I, I was also, you know, like boy band ass getting in high school, man. It was just crazy, crazy, crazy. What? Yeah. You, you know, got boy band ass? <laughs> the mark not what band? I meant. I mean, as much ass as boy bands get, that's, that's what I was doing. Okay. All right. But do you think the reason why you couldn't lay off is because you thought that maybe... You know, when you're going out with somebody, you seem to be more ch attractive to other girls. Oh, there's no doubt. You know what I mean? Do you, do you think you had the fear of, like, not finding anyone at all, so you wanted to make sure you had a backup plan? Because I always have self-esteem issues to begin with, and I never think anybody ever wants to be with me. Right. So I always got to make sure I'm holding on to one until the other one's for sure, and then I'll cut the other one loose. Right. And I'll look like a complete dick, but I'm, I'm down with that because I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as I'm okay... It's okay. Rule number one. I'm number one. Exactly. Now, Spoon <laughs> is doing the exact same thing, though, right now. No, well, I wouldn't say that. You have... I would not say that. But <laughs> <laughs> that face he gives. I would not say that. He gives this face when he's oh, in the air. When he doesn't want us to go someplace. <laughs> Well, we're already going there, so. Uh, but I, I mean, actually, you did go through a breakup, though. And yeah. how, how's that going, man? How long had you been with me? <sighs> it was like three years, dude. Okay. And you know, at first, when I, how do you break up with someone after going out with them for that long of time without hurting their feelings, 
without letting them know anything that might totally crush them and, and still kind of remain sane through the whole breakup. You tell them, I realize we're 18 years apart. <laughs> And it's just not going to work. <laughs> and you give them a lollipop and send them on their way. Right. And send them back to the uh, homeroom. <laughs> you pervert. You guys are dicks. So anyway, like, I think I've been doing this pretty good, man. Your breakup? Yeah. I think it's been going okay. Although, you know, she, she moved all her stuff out, I, I guess, like, Tuesday or something. Finally got all her stuff out. But she leaves, you know, little things to come back for and oh my god she raided my dvd collection did she bro did she get old school no okay i had that with me i took that on an overnighter (laughs) (laughs) see that's what i'm saying though you're doing the exact same thing oh man i should have took all of them on the overnighter because man i got home and all the stuff they blow braveheart i'm like oh you gotta be kidding me my favorite films wow yeah so i felt like she was being spiteful did she take the PS2? No. Sell no, it to me no. then, you scumbag. All right, dude. Let's, you know. <laughs> yeah, she'll have to dump that. that. Dump right it. Now. But see, she has to come back for like, you know, a few key items. What I did was, when I first broke up, I didn't go home for three days. I When, when I knew she wasn't there. Because I wanted to ease the whole thing, like, you know, kind of soften her up. But does she have a key to your place? Well, yeah, she so? lived there. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, or she. As psycho as your chick sounds, I'm surprised she didn't burn the place down. Well, that's the thing, man. That, that's, that, was, that was the challenge through it all. How to get out of this clean. <laughs> that, that's been my biggest challenge all week long. How do I smoothly get out of this transition lives without her destroying my clothes, you know, uh, burning things, breaking things? How does that happen? Because in the past, it's not worked at all. What's, okay. what's the best way to break up, Dubs? I mean, is there? Do you do you string them along? Because it seemed to me like you were no. stringing her along. I've never been in a position where I had to break up with someone that was actually living in my house. Yeah, that has to make it a lot more difficult. Yeah, but usually, and you can't do this when someone's living in your house. You just stop. You break off all communication. And what what you're doing? You aren't going there during times when she's there right is the best way to do it but i guess it's your place man i would have gathered up all this stuff in a trash bag <laughs> set it out in the corner and written her name on it that's right i mean seriously okay but then see doing something like that would have been change, bad and then change your locks and then she would have been calling and coming over and, then you and just I, tell her look and, you know interrupting number it's over and interrupting playtime huh. everything Besides, I didn't have to go there. You know, I had other things to do. How much does yeah. she look like your new chick? She doesn't. Not at all? No, no. She was short. This girl's relatively tough. I wouldn't call her my new chick, though, man. Don't say that. Why not? Because, dude, we're just friends. We've known each other a long time. We're just hanging out. Isn't it? We're, we're just hanging out. You're slapping the skin? <laughs> Come on. Come on, kids. It's not high school. Don't worry about it. Oh, but I wish it was. <laughs> Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. The best, the the way I always used to break up was just like I'd always have a friend do it <laughs> and like write a Such note. A pussy, that's so sad. I'm not real good with confrontation. Unless, <laughs> that's high school though, man. You can't do that kind of stuff anymore. Unless I was on the air. I, you, you really, I do have a heart. You really I do can. have a heart. You really can because she's in high school. Right. So <laughs> writing a note so, wouldn't be that. 
pass firsthand for. You think that as long as one person's still in high school, that it's all right? Yeah. You, yeah, write, it, you write it on notebook paper. I don't want to see you anymore. Will you come over and pick up your stuff? Circle yes, yes. circle no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Check here. <laughs> Please pass along. Oh, man. But we've been having a big battle over the television. All right. Nice TV, the old 45-inch widescreen, which I love because most DVDs are widescreen. And, and I've just gotten Who bought it? Well, she bought it, uh, all right? But I don't know that she can fit it in her parents' house. I mean, like, through their that's door. That's not reason for you to be <laughs> able to keep it. Well, you, you should just buy it from her then. See, that's what I offered to do. She was like, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to have any joy. You're not going to be sitting there with one of your bitches <laughs> watching my TV. Oh, hell no. I'm like, all right, relax. You know, I'll just give you money for it. It'll be a big pain in the ass. To bring it over to your parents' house. They got plenty of TVs. So you actually go no, through you're not going to enjoy anything. I want to hate you. That's what I want to do. You're going through the process of moving her out, too? Uh, well, she's got a few uh, items left, like I said. Uh, but I don't, I don't want to be there once again for the whole thing, man. It's crazy. If you don't help her move out, though, she's going to be taking her sweet-ass time. So you've got to start pushing the stuff out, yeah. even even driving the stuff over to her parents' house. Oh, Set it on the corner, <laughs> I'm man. Not doing that. Set the TV on the corner. Yeah. Oh, God. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. So you, had a, you guys have a 46-inch TV or whatever? Yeah. How much did you did she pay for it originally? Um, I think it was 1700 something like that. How, was, much, how much did you offer for it? <laughs> I didn't really make an offer. I told her I'd make payments. <laughs> Checks in the mail, honey. The bag's <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> But she doesn't want me enjoying the television with anyone. And that's the other thing, too. Why can't you just, like, once you break up, why... I know. The vindictive nature of women never ceases to amaze me. It's not women, though. Why can't you just let go once it's... Uh, here's this. I, I got a good question for you after we talk to Mike. Mike, welcome into all half a side on 106.7 WJFK. F.A. What's up? Hey, how's he trying to smooth out of this relationship and talking about it on the radio? I mean, he said he's afraid to burn his place down. She's at work. Get your place burned down. She's at work in Baltimore, so she doesn't get the station out there. Not till, not till we're simulcast out there. Yet. Uh, that's She's a good... sitting on hold on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, 202-432-1067. Now, here's this. <clears throat> I've always wondered about this. If you were in a serious relationship, and this would actually be a good question for your ex-girlfriend, Spoon, would you rather that person break up with you to be with somebody else, or would you rather them, like, have died in an accident? <laughs> Honestly, I've thought of this before, and usually you just... I wish you would have just died in an accident. Everybody would be feeling bad for me. Yep. Everybody would be, you know, I would be the good guy here. I would go to the funeral, make nice with the family. No one would hate me. And she would be out of my life, you know? It's just like, move around, move along, you know? But see, I'm thinking, too, if somebody was going to break up with me, I'd much rather that they uh, that they died. I'd much rather that they ended up dying, because <laughs> I would feel better. And again, it is about me. Uh, conversely, if I, were, if I had to break up with somebody, or was it about them dying, too, um, I'd rather them die as well. <laughs> I think I'd rather everybody I die. I think that's my whole thing. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Fidel, what's up, Bo? 
And you're going to look like a dick when two weeks later you start banging another chick. No. No, 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 no. Because you can always say, that's the rebound chick. I had were, I was hurting so you bad. much more than two weeks. you got to stay far the away, family, bro. The family's going to kick your ass. No, the, fa the family's not going to know. It's not like I'm going to be banging at the funeral. I'm going to be banging at <laughs> the after you. party. I mean. If it's a good funeral, I'll be banging at the funeral. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you, uh, uh, Fidel. And where's, where's Punani, man? Any idea? Phone's ringing. F, buddy? Okay. Well, fair enough. Is okay. he down there? Now, Dubs, um, I don't. I wish we could solve your situation. Is your new girlfriend? I don't have a new girlfriend. Is, Why do you keep saying that? Is your new main squeeze, <laughs> your new steady girly, is she going to bring in all her promotional chicks next yeah. Saturday night when the hideout's back on Saturday? Next Saturday night, 90% sure. Okay. And if not, 100% sure the next week. I can't right. do the next week. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> I really, this is, this is really not good for us. I re, yeah, I really want him this next. We got to come back this on Saturday. Smoking, bro. We got to come back on Saturday with a bang. Oh yeah. Did you, what happened with you? Oh uh, yeah. Really? Nothing. Doves? <laughs> what? What's going on with you? <laughs> Jimmy, welcome into our half a side out on one hundred six point seven WJFK. What's up, buddy? How you doing, gentlemen? All right. What's up? You gotta learn. You gotta take that key when she don't know. Take it out of her purse. Take it off the key ring. Whatever. Yeah. As soon as she gets a few more items that you know, I want her to get her mail and whatever. I'm changing the locks right after that. I'm take changing the key, dude. Now, see, and that's a crazy thing, Jimmy. How am I gonna get a key from? Like seriously, if you knew you, if you knew you were gonna break up, you immediately say, "Give me the key. I don't want you here when I'm not here." Yeah. That's rule number one, man. Gentlemen. Yes, sir. Let it. <laughs> it's like rock radio again. Um, all right, Dubs. Speaking of one effed up relationship to the other, I'm over at Dubs's place after Ozfest, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. And your girl is, gets cuter and cuter every week. Like seriously, like I'll be honest. In Michigan, I don't remember her being that cute. And maybe it's because I didn't hang out with her all the time. Yeah, we really didn't hang out with the whole radio crew back there. And I really didn't think she liked me then either. I think you even told me she didn't like me. No, no, no. I, I said she liked you. You didn't like her. Oh, well, I like her now. All right. Um, but anyway, so we're sitting there on, on Dubs' futon at his place. And, you know, we're sitting there watching some football or whatever, talking about OzFest and stuff. And then his girlfriend tells me this story. About this fantasy that Dubs had. I don't know if it's a fantasy. I think it was a fantasy. No. <laughs> Explain the fantasy. Okay, I woke up in the morning and I, I had my hand over her, uh, over her chest, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know what? Were you groping? Uh, no. I mean, I, I was like, you know what? I could uh, choke you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you under the bed and make love to you whenever I want to. <laughs> And she's like, tap her neck like a, it's a wig. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you know, I can just drag you out, throw a little water on you. <laughs> Warm water. And she's like, wouldn't you get tired of that, though? I'm like, nah, then I go make new holes. <laughs> work the chest area. Work the hip. Oh, good God. Work the kneecap. And, and so he tells me, and Dubs will say, like, stupid outrageous things like this all the time you know what i mean usually it's not that big a deal but she says that when he was when he was telling this whole thing he got a stiffy are you serious i always have a what stiffy. is wrong with you so here he is Daddy. talking about <laughs> choking her out 
American Psycho. Killing her, keeping her underneath his bed, and then dragging her out to make love to her lifeless body <laughs> until it gets old. Then he'll cut new holes in her. <laughs> and then he has wood. Barrel? Well, it's a hot story, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Now, don't tell... Let me, let me see your pants. No, I don't have wood. Get away from me. You can see mine, dude. It's, it's totally flaccid. I, I, you know... What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, do you seriously? Because you say a lot of stuff, Dubs. When you talk about babies or kids, do you get a Woody or? <laughs> no. Are you sure? But see, that's the <laughs> thing, though. He says this stuff all the time. <laughs> I'm going to have to start checking you. You can go ahead and check all you like. Whenever we start talking about necrophilia and pedophilia, to make sure that you're just joking. It was 9 a.m. I just woke up. It was all right. the night before. Oh, you hadn't gone to the bathroom no. or anything? Okay, okay. She, she said I did, but I swear, I, I just woke up, and I I barely remember the conversation. That's how tired I was. But <laughs> You know what that means, though? That means that in his subconscious... Right, he was half asleep. It was like he was really talking real. He wasn't being funny dubs, yeah. shock jock dubs. He was I'm, actually telling something that would really, really, like, make him happy. Asleep, awake, I'm always funny shock jock dubs, all right? <laughs> no, you're not. I do, I do a show in my sleep. Where were you in last week's show, then? <laughs> um, but I used to do this thing with my, with my ex. She's, she had, she's real cute. You Looking know? drowned out by you. You met her. You know, just real cute. And she used to do this thing where she would curl up on the couch with, like, a blanket and just show her head. Yeah, she, she does that for me now. <clears throat> right, just her head. And, and like her butt is all sticking out like a little bunny rabbit. Shake your tail feather. Little cotton tail. Uh, and I always used to tell her, you know, one day I'm just going to cut off your head. I'm just going <laughs> to cut off your head and keep it on my mantle because it's so cute. Well, you know what I used to tell my ex since I got so many kids? I was like, you know, if you get pregnant, you know what it would do, right? What? I'm going to punch you in the freaking stomach no as as i can either that or well, not or knock you down some stairs because no 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 number no, no. four cannot happen that's not cool that's not cool at all i've said it before have you right. have you really <laughs> no, wait a second mine was like a cute compliment <laughs> mine was like your head's so cute i'd like to cut it off and put it on my mantle so i can look at it being cute all the time <laughs> like as a joke then i was being shocked well, talky. well you were probably serious, though. No, I was not serious. That's dude. your way of birth control. Not condoms, not extraction, but punching in the stomach. Yeah! <laughs> Hefe doesn't get it that sometimes you just say stuff to say it, you know? Yeah. You just... But you were genuinely excited by what you <laughs> I was Your girl told me that you had a stiffy, man. You can't oh, tell me yeah. that. I, I get laid once every two weeks. Talking about anything, oh. anything. You're 22 and she's what? 21? 23. Oh man. Now how's this? what is that? How is she in bed? She's good. She is good. Yeah. She didn't ever just lay there. No, actually, no, she actually, doesn't. she uh, she doesn't like to uh, for me to be on top. She likes to do the work. So. Oh really? Yeah. So we're we're good in that area. Now, do you have a fantasy where you ever want to just like have her lay out? No, and, no. And just actually, lay there. Actually, I'm the most lazy person in bed. I hate it when chicks just lay there. I like just lay there. So is that the only way you ever do it? No. No. You're, that's like old man way of doing it. That's the way, like, I bet Punani does it, where he just lays back. Yeah, or if you're, like, really fat or something. He's at the beach right now, and he's just laying back, having some big whale. <laughs> Pump him. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> All greased oh, up yeah. and nasty. 
Wow, man. Let me take my shoes off. That figures, though. I don't know why I would have thought that you would have been. <laughs> By the way, Punani's like 40-something and he wears Velcro, too. And just to let you in on the joke. Um, that's amazing, though, Dubs. You, you don't work it at all? I, I mean, I, I work it from the bottom. I don't think you can, though. You can. I can never get in that rhythm when I'm on the bottom. You know what I mean? It just never it never works out. I, I think right. I got to You got to be on a chair. That's what you got to do. You got to have some support, man. If well, the bed you're like sinking and then you're trying to get the bed to work not, with you not with on the our whole bed. the whole bouncing rhythm. We got the worst bed in the world. It's like <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. 800-636-1067-2024321067. Beyond that though, my favorite any way that we can both be watching the television. Have you done the thing where you both watch porn together? We tried it once. Didn't work out? I liked it. She, would she think that you were banging Jenna Jameson instead of her? No, she just, she's not in, and if it was a better porno, I bet, because the Jenna Jameson porn's too artsy. Yeah, it is. It's very artsy. I, what is it about that? It's because it, it has, like, all that flash, like, a, like one, they'll show, like, a strap-on scene, then it'll just totally flash into some other scene. I hate it when they try to get artsy with a porn. That's the other thing about dubs, too. It's so funny. Like, I... I have everybody's porn right now. I don't know how, but I've got like seriously 17 porn tapes at my apartment. And all of Dubs' porn tapes have nothing but black men in them. They're all like colossal combo. Not, not black men, black chicks. <laughs> super, why is that? Super and, and seriously, that's why I don't like him anymore. Because of the black men. I like to think of white men on black women, you know, and <laughs> just because I'd like to think of myself yeah. on a it black is, but chick. No, but no, that's true. It is tough to get into it when it's when the uh, the unit you're looking at isn't the same as yours. Yeah, exactly. That's, well, that's the whole fun. It's not a racist thing. I just want to see a white unit. <laughs> <laughs> Isolate that. 800-636-1067-2024321067. Spoon? Yeah. Are you ready for Mandatory Manson, my friend? Sure. We usually did it in the 8 o'clock hour. With only two hours of show, we're going to have to do it just a little bit earlier. But uh, Man Marilyn Manson was at OzFest on Friday. And we'll talk about his performance and the whole show, in fact. I Just so many observations that came from OzFest Friday at Nissan Pavilion. I'm going to make one comment now. I think I'm too good for Ozfest. I think I think I think I think that I am better See dude than every single person that was there. This is the stuff that gets you in trouble. Don't judge people just because how they act in public. I mean, you know, they act a fool at a concert. I mean no, you know, of no. course you go in a mall, you know. All right, we'll pick this up in a second. First, title track from the Golden Age of Grotesque, Marilyn Manson. Mandatory Manson, 106.7 WJFK with El Jefe's hideout.
Troy Marilyn Manson from the golden age of grotesque that is the title track latest album of course if it's mandatory Manson it's El Jefe's hideout 106.7 WJFK 800-636-1067-202-432-1067 EJ hideout at yahoo.com www.elhefe.tk the uh, the fan site for you and also as well uh, the AOL for broadband instant messaging happens with JFK El Jefe E-L-J-E-F-E Marilyn Manson Friday night OzFest Nissan Pavilion and I don't know about you Dubs first of all the bill for OzFest um, nobody on the second stage nobody of, of note oh no I, that, that's really unusual because usually they have like at least one big band out there Here's my question. Did Ozfest die with the lead singer of Drowning Pool? Did that kill th the did that kill Ozfest? I think that killed rock and roll right there. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. I, I know it killed about fifty rednecks that are out there uh, with the uh with the they just got their fresh drowning pool tattoo. No like <laughs> ah. They only, got, they only got one album out. I got a, I got a band with one album on my arm. You know? I know. Now what? What do you do at this point? You get covered up with a Steely Dan tattoo. That's what you do. So Chevelle opened the main stage, then Disturbed, then Marilyn Manson, then Korn, and then, of course, the great Ozzy Osbourne. But more than anything else, I was so disappointed at how Washington, D.C. reacted to Marilyn Manson. Well, you... Yeah, I kind of expect that. And I guess maybe it was Virginia, more so Virginia. Manson, believe it or not, is a very smart guy and a very smart performer. And the songs are smart as well. And I was looking around, because he puts on a whole show, you know what I mean? And I was looking around the crowd at Nissan Pavilion, and I could see all the rednecks just sitting there standing... Is he a fag? <laughs> like that's all they're thinking. <laughs> Does that guy suck D? Is he a fag? And then they then they were watching uh, Disturbed. They're going crazy because he's making a bunch of monkey noises and stuff. You know? Oh, ah! Yeah. They they love that. Yeah. If they, if, they, if they only knew what we knew about David Dreamin'. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What's that? Nothing. No, we can't. Really? Yeah. We can't really say anything. Uh, but. Oh. Um, Stop. Gay, 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 hey, gay. Hold on, Dude, that now. was an inadvertent thing. I don't know what, what happened. The hell is that? Something coming down from above? <laughs> no oh. idea. But I can't tell you how happy I am to not work for a rock station anymore. Oh yeah. Because what used to happen in Michigan is I would be the guy, the uh, the ass wipe DJ who would have to get on the big buses and take like 50 listeners to Ozfest, and. It was just insane because we'd get there and we'd have to stay for the whole show. And we'd have to stay all the way through Ozzy. And Ozzy, I'm sorry, he's lost it. He really has. It's just, it's, it's kind of sad to watch him now. Up on stage, he's he's like a skeleton, you know? Like, he doesn't have very many muscles left. He does this weird frog jump thing that he's done for I don't know how many years. And it's just pathetic. And I hear... I forgot where I heard this, but he pours water on himself the whole time uh -huh. he can't, because he can't control his bowels anymore when he's on stage. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what, to try to mix it in? Yeah, so you can't tell that he's, he's you know... That he's urinating himself, yeah. Really? Where'd you hear that from? I can't remember. The guy's like 65, man. He's still. It's kind of sad. Isn't was it, it was... Chad Dukes who told you? Oh. <laughs> uh, man, I think it was Big O. Me and Big O were talking about. Speaking of, we're going to announce our radio war in a second. 
But, um, you know, I had actually heard that, too, now that I think about it, that he couldn't control his, uh, he's got urinary problems. Yeah, he, and I guess that many years of heroin and coke and, and everything all that, that he did. But here's my thing. Is Sharon Osbourne just a complete skank for sending her dancing monkey out there to continue to make all this money for him? She's the biggest skank. She's the biggest, like, uh, she just capitalizes. She she sees Ozzy out there. She can uh, push him out there, make a few more bucks off of him, even though it makes him look like an ass. Like the uh, the the vanilla Coke, I think, the commercials he was doing, or, the, no, the Pepsi Twist. Yeah. yeah. He can't <laughs> act. Yeah. Sharon! Sharon! <laughs> The kids turned into the Osmonds. <laughs> it's the worst commercial in the world. Right. They put it on during the Super Bowl just to make him look like more of an ass. But I d I'll ask this to you, Spoon. When is... It's fat kids. When is it enough? When is the money enough? I mean, Sharon's like hoarding it like there's no tomorrow, doing TV shows, still sending Ozzy out on tour with the Osbournes, and selling out doing the, uh, the Pepsi commercials, like you said. When is it enough money, Spoon? It's cool that she's out there actually making her own money now. But if no, I was Ozzy, not. I mean, well, yeah, she's using Ozzy. I mean, obviously, but she is doing work. I mean, she's doing interviews, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, but he needs to make one final swoop in on some young fan, you know, just loves Ozzy, some 25-year-old, and uh, just, you know, hook up with her. And then just here, here's a couple bucks, honey. You know, to her, ten grand is a lot of money. To Sharon, you know, she wants to spend millions. Yeah. You know, so that way he can hold on to his money, he can still have the fame and have a hot young chick. Forget Sharon. That's that's Spoon's thing though in life. Everything is go after the hot the hot young thing. And you gotta trade up. And <laughs> in your you case, really do. trade down in age. <laughs> that's usually right. what you do. Right. Because if you trade up anymore with you, it'd be uh <laughs> well statutory. But here's my thing. Going to Ozfest, the music wasn't any good. I mean, honestly, even Manson. Corn? As big of. I left. I always leave. Once Manson's performed, I'm done. There's uh. no reason. And Manson really wasn't that great, but I think it was because the crowd was so confused by everything he was trying to do. Disturbed was good. They're always a good live band. They're good, but. Chevelle was okay if I didn't hear it all the time on HFS 101. Right. You know what I mean? The best part about going to Ozfest, and maybe now any concert, is the people watching. Oh, I, that's what I've always done. I've always gone to uh, concerts. I always got there early, especially festivals, mm -hmm. just to sit right at the entrance gate and watch the parade. Because you and I are fans of people watching anyway, because we'll go up to the Fair Oaks Mall and people watch. Oh, yeah. And I, it's and it's like a whole different type of people watching. When we're at the Fair Oaks Mall people watching and, like, making fun of people, it's like the rich yuppies, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you go to OzFest, man, it... Again, tell me if I'm wrong. Is it not just trash at Ozfest? More than trash, I think it's very. It's either old trash or very confused teens, preteens that like are just like dying to be different. What's the story here? I'm a white trash idiot. The end. And the smell. <laughs> you oh can, God! I mean, I don't know how many people were at Ozfest. I'm going to venture to say, you know, a few thousand. I'm thinking more than ten thousand or something. I don't know how much Nissan holds. But every it was a very hot day, it was very muggy, and there was just a lot of flesh. It just it, it's a lot of just disgusting humanity walking around. It smelled like TV dinners being passed through, you know, just like you know. Have you ever eaten a TV dinner and then you know the toilet it afterwards? Lingers. Yeah, the toilet afterwards it just 
smells like old Salisbury steak. <laughs> That's what I smelled like, old Salisbury steak. <laughs> old Salisbury steak. And the other thing to go with Ozfest spoon, and this is a good one. I w this is why. By the way, let me say this too, asswipe. <laughs> Thank you for dumping out on me. <laughs> I sit here. I try to. Sorry, do, dude. I try to do this th this gesture of a thing, and we can all hang out as a show and mend this bridge that's been you know broken. The schism between Spoon and I, trying to fix that. I asked Spoon to go with Ozfest. He two days before he says, you know what, I can't go, man. My bad, bro. <laughs> it's not worth it. I'm sitting here trying to be good to you. My bad, bro. <laughs> It's not enough, Spoon. <laughs> Your you know drops what, are not enough. You know what? Uh, you know what that does? That knocks what is it? that knocks down the price of that PS2 by ten dollars. Oh, 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 you're making the price now. Because I had to go with a chick who actually it was Jen who came and hang out uh, with Fred. Yeah, talk about that. Rib. So, so what happened? No, she was just a cool chick. She's, oh. cool. she's one of those chicks that's like a good like friend type chick. Right, right, she, right. She's very cute. You know what I mean? But she's one of those, like, she's one of the guys. Like, the coolest thing about her was, like, she was like, look at those boobs. And so we're, like, boob watching. Well, those are the kind that you bang when you're bored. You know what I mean? You're, you're like, really built up. And, like, you know, you, you don't know anyone else to call. So you're like, all right, I'll call this chick. I know she'll hang out. She'll probably do me. <laughs> It'll be and cheap. No I big to, deal. I don't have to take her to dinner. That's right. No strings. Brian, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up, brother? Yeah, um, when I was at what, um, when I was watching like Shadows Fall, there's some fat chick that moved up to the front, mm -hmm. and then out of the back for a tank top, you could see big tufts of hair coming out. Oh, and, and Brian, dude, that's the other thing, man. That's nasty. People have no shame anymore. No, really, that was that was I think the biggest thing that just disgusted me: the belly shirts, mm -hmm. the ripples. Yep. It was disgusting. Uh, Brian, I don't know if you even saw this, Brian, and I, I'm sure there were like multiples of this scenario. A lot of bikinis that yeah. that didn't need to be worn. Oh yeah. But secondly, there was this one chick after Manson. We were walking out to hit the uh, to hit the head. When we were walking out, there was this chick that had a leopard bikini oh, top. Oh, I saw that. A leopard bikini top that had to be like a size 42B. And it, for anything that don't, you don't know about bra sizes, that means she's re really wide around, but a very small cup. She had a gut like Punani. Yeah. I'm talking a Drew Carey gut and a big cesarean scar right down uh, the middle of it. Uh-huh. And her belly was as hairy as mine, Brian. Holy jeez. Yeah, I saw one just as bad. <laughs> Jesus, thanks, bro. Uh, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. What's happened that people don't have any shame anymore? I don't know. But if she lost all that weight, then she would have no chest. No. That's just, you know, jeez. Seriously, my chick, man she, plants. she won't wear a belly shirt, and she has a flat stomach and everything. She and does. these... these... <laughs> <laughs> it's good to finish on. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> nice one. But these people out there, they they would be wearing jean cutoffs like Daisy Dukes. They're like Wranglers. And a Aussie shirt cut off right <laughs> below the neck. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. It's like they're wearing these Daisy Dukes and stuff. And it's like, it's not even like good Daisy Dukes. It's like you said, it's like um, Huskies. They're like cut off you know what i mean but like their legs it's like stubbly 
and like dimply, more so, and then like tattooed and bruised up. More than more so than stubbly. Like they would shave the front of their legs, but they like totally neglect the back of them. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot of hairy back of the knees type back thing. Of the knees, back of the thigh. It's like. It's like mine, my legs. If I pulled up my uh, shorts right here, you'd be able to say, see, I have, uh, I have sideburns going down the legs. No, what you mean? And I don't, I don't think I have to deal with that because I don't wear Daisy Dukes. But these fat bastards that go out there and wear Daisy Dukes, they should not, not put us up. No, like I, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> Look at him, he's flustered. Wow. I am, I'm so flustered right now because I'm disgusted by, <laughs> by the sight of That's something. funny. I see, him, I see him struggling there, and instead of, <laughs> instead of throwing him a life preserver, I just want to <laughs> sit there and squirm but, and slam and stuff. <laughs> Splash around. Help me, F.A. Go ahead, you get out of it. <laughs> Good dick. But more than even... All right, so the chicks are disgusting. But that's the thing, too, is that chicks... Have just become progressively just you know disgusting. They're probably easy though. Well, of course they're gonna be easy. And you know, so throw it to them and get out of there. But the guys <laughs> even man, like I'm the type of person I've got a hairy back. I've got a hairy back. I'm not gonna lie. We've seen it in the studio. We've taken off our shirts before. Yeah. I'm a hairy dude. I'm kind of a fat dude. I'm stocky. We'll just say I'm stocky. But I'm not the kind of guy that needs to have his shirt off running around. But there are tons of just big, fat, sloppy bastards, man. <laughs> they didn't care about nothing with these big shoulder, like, um... Big patches. mountain boys, man. That's what they are. They, they don't just, give a damn. they just be patches of hair. They wouldn't... They're lucky know, to have a shirt. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, you know. Now, my favorite thing, though, was the 10-year-old goth chicks. Oh, God. There were chi I mean, seriously, there were kids. <laughs> there were kids that had to be between the ages of 9 and 12 years old. Running around in like goth gear, and I'm sure they had to get in with their parents. Oh yeah, they're there with their parents. I saw or their uncle or something, and I, <laughs> I saw them pushing around the cool uncle. They're pushing around her uncle in a wheelchair, <laughs> and I, I was just thinking the whole time of yeah, uh, the beer IV going in there and everything. I was just thinking the whole time of that girl pushing around her uncle. And earlier that day was giving her her uncle an HJ in the in the you know what? <laughs> because she is so. Why are you going what? What do you? I said you said it before too when we were there. Why do you always push it around on me when we got on the air, you dick? What? What are you talking about? I'm not talking about uncles receiving HJs from their ten year old goth <laughs> nieces. You said it at the show. <laughs> he twisted. <laughs> he just twisted everything. He must have meant that you know. They were giving them oral. <laughs> yeah, they were giving them oral. So that's Ten year olds. I didn't say that. You did too. What are you? What are you mad at me for? What? Because you always turn stuff around and make me look like an a hole. <laughs> that's your role on the show. That's your bit. Oh. What's your bet? Now he's mad. Oh, man. Now he's mad because I, I didn't throw him, throw him the life preserver. Oh, preserved. God. No, I'm, I'm mad because you, because you, during the week you're always the a-hole, so this is your one safe haven. You can't be the a-hole. I have to be it. What are you talking about? What? Seriously? You're mad at me? Yeah. Why would you be I thought it was your thing that I'm the nice guy and you're the a-hole. When did that become my thing? That's why that's your thing. It's always been your thing. No, it hasn't. 800-636-1067-2024321067. A couple of things about OzFest real quick, though. A couple of other things um, was the fact that there were a lot of people, and I don't know if it was because it was a lot of this trash that was pissed off because they weren't sitting in the pavilion or because it was hot, or maybe it could have been the prices. 
I went to buy a hamburger, a couple of waters, and some soda, and I ended up spending $23. <laughs> I mean, they're raping you at the concession stands. And so everybody just starts throwing stuff into the pavilion. There's no... Like, seriously, I hate to say the word because it's, like, become, you know, something with Osama bin Laden and with uh, Hussein. But when I was sitting there looking around Ozfest, people throwing stuff because they're pissed because they're on the lawn. People walking around with no shame. I'm like, infidels. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only word that comes into my mind. I'm like, look at the infidels. <laughs> but it's the Ozfest, though, man. You had to expect that. No people hate us look at this i hate us now and i'm here and i'm one of you 800-636-1067-202-432-1067 are you really seriously pissed at me no wow we haven't had one of these in a long time come on kids are we too good for us play well together what do you mean too good i think i'm too good for it now i think i'm beyond it <laughs> Just like I'd be too good to go eat somewhere, I'm too good to now go sit there and go to Oz. Where are you too good to eat? <laughs> You'll eat anywhere. <laughs> too good to eat. Yeah, I, I'm you gonna, think I'm you're going to let that slip through? I'm going to play the a <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, here's the other thing about Ozfest too. It's so funny because you got like David Draymond from Disturbed on stage talking about the the great thing of this great religion of heavy metal, and you look around. The anti-establishment heavy metal sponsored by Major League Baseball. They, Major League Baseball had like two huge uh, uh, setups out there with 18-wheelers. I'm taking ba I'm taking batting practice. They had batting cages are you set up. I'm taking That's batting. They're tanking, man. I'm taking oh, yeah. batting they practice tanking. at Ozfest. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Ozfest uh, heavy metal brought to you by Major League Baseball, PlayStation 2. And Tommy Hill figure. Well, that oh, makes my. sense. That makes sense. It makes a whole lot of sense, actually. No, how many of those people out there could afford some Tommy Hill figure? I tell you, Tommy Hill figure is so cheap now. If you buy like the stuff with like the the name plastered all over it, if you buy the stuff, you can't really see the Tommy Hill figure. Yeah, logo like on this it. shirt I have right here. Uh, see, just the little tiny logo. Yeah, that probably is. I like these. I don't like all that red, blue. You know, Tommy, Tommy, uh, you Tommy, know what? Tommy. It's ridiculous. You wearing Tommy Hill figure? I take it back. Trash does buy. my bad. Come on. See, Dubs, that was your role. I had to step in for you because you're all thrown off. Because <laughs> you're sinking. <laughs> Rob, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. What's up? Hello? What's up, man? Yeah. How you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, I was at Ozfest the other day, and uh, I'm not the oldest guy in the world. I'm only 23 years old, but... Uh... Heard what you guys are saying about Marilyn Manson, and uh, I've been to a lot of rock shows, been to a lot of Ozfest shows in the past. And uh, what do you what do you expect them to see from a guy like that? I mean, you're talking about all the rednecks standing around. I know what you mean because I live in this area, and a lot of people around here are rednecks. But uh, I didn't know what much to think about that guy either because uh, he's just pretty much a clown jumping around on stage. <laughs> but, but, see, but that was actually, and now I know it's tough because maybe people aren't as into Manson as I am. But that was his whole thing. He was, like, putting on, like, this burlesque, vaudeville-type show and, like, <laughs> making fun. That's why it's the golden age of grotesque. It's like this whole swingers-slash-vaudeville act. And I, yeah. and that's what I meant. Why people were looking up there, and if you knew that at all, you're like, wow, this is brilliant. But otherwise, you're like, what the hell is he doing? He's jumping around like a clown with a top hat and Mickey Mouse ears. No, exactly. He had he had the long arms. And he, I mean, he did put on a pretty uh, colorful show and all, but... Uh, did you see when you know, he ripped off that chick's panties? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was and amazing. I, I could say that's about the only manly thing he did up there. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that I'll agree with, Rob. Thanks, man. Oh, man. 800. Maybe Manson's too highbrow for this area, dude. Is that what you're saying? No. I mean, okay. when, when, yes. when he first got here, El Jefe and J-Dubs uh, both came from Michigan. El Jefe's from Texas. He was like, dude, we're playing Mandatory Manson. We're going to have a Manson song. I'm like, all right, you know, I kind of like Manson. I like some of his songs. That's fine with me. Whatever. And uh, But I was like, I don't know that he's that much of a star, though. Uh, you know, just let me put that out there. No, and that's true, though, because I honestly, I'm like, how do you not like it? How do you not get it? It's smart. This is Washington, D.C. These are supposed to be educated people. Is he a fag? <laughs> it, that's all I could. That's all I could see. Like in everybody's face. You think he was in the wrong lineup though with Corn? I mean, no. it's a little different. That's where he's supposed to be. You and think so? There was some fat skank sitting down reading a book. <laughs> there in Manson. I'm like, why don't you watch this and learn a little something? The, the satirical times of what happened back in the 40s or whatever. <laughs> yeah, get out of the books and learn something. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of dumbass takes a book to Ozfest? <laughs> right? Unless it's a Bible. And then you're trying to just tear pages out of it. Jennifer, hey. welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Hey, you guys are like women bashers. You're like skank, skank, pig, pig. Did you ever, did you see any women there you liked? No, skank. Oh. <laughs> no. Wait a second. We're, we're no, not, we love women. We're not women bashers. In fact, there's no bigger feminist than I am. I haven't heard you say one good thing about one where you're like... Women have here. great magical boxes. But, How about that? But not at Ozfest. You, you talk all that junk. That's why you cower in the corner of the club, though. It's easy to talk <laughs> on the radio. Well, I got him. I got him on the side. She's a pig. She's a pig. Spoon. You're a pig. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's true, Jennifer. That is no, so true. It is. He, he'll be. He'll be the one with the beer in the corner in the bar, not talking to anybody. All right, tough guy. Bye. <laughs> well, she was. was she Damn, mad? Jennifer. Was she madder at you than me? Oh. God, get your character straight. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, legitimately, can you feel where I'm coming from? Where I was just disappointed in the in the in the Maryland D.C. Virginia area. Really? And I don't know, man. I don't know. Is he a fag? <laughs> Speaking of, happy birthday to Tommy. <laughs> Our Tommy. Tommy comes in, he'll occasionally do bits and stuff. It's his birthday? It's his birthday today. He turns 25 years old. Wow. No 20, job yet, huh? 25 years ago, it was determined that people are, in fact, born gay. <laughs> and it's not a learned behavior. <laughs> Actually, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, big ups to you on your birthday. In fact, Tommy, speaking of bands, has lined up or is lining up. He sent me this picture yesterday. That's like that's Tommy's thing, and that's one of the reasons we wonder if he's a little light in the loafers. Is because he's always talking about all these chicks he knows and all these chicks he gets or whatever. And anyone who talks that much game... You know that I'm always hanging out with chicks and I'm always meeting chicks and stuff. You you worry and you wonder a little bit like they're trying too hard. And Lee tells me he, he knows these these girlfriends that are coming up from North Carolina. Oh. And one of them Love is this actions. chick right here that he just sent me a picture of. And she's in a band. She's in a fem all female band. I'm assuming they're a little bit like Kitty. Dude, that's your type, man. That is exactly that my is your type. She's Short like black hair. She's 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 petite, cute. She's got kind of pasty skin and short black hair cut like perfectly. Not a chili bowl, but like a little bit like chin length or whatever, all the way around. Right. Just beautiful. <laughs> I mean, what do you think, Dubs? Is that chick hot or what?
Oh, yeah, she's hot. So is she going to come up here and sing or what? Well, this is what I was telling Tommy. I was like, once I saw the chick, I was like, I got to have her in studio. I right. got to have her in studio. So she's in a band. I'll play her music if she'll just come up and hang in on the hideout. What are, you, are you guys okay with that? Are you going to be mad if, like, she doesn't like you and she likes someone else? Well, Tom, <laughs> Tommy brought that up. He's like, what if she ends up liking Spoon? <laughs> I'll shoot both of you. It'll be as simple as that. But oh. even more than, like, her liking me, I even want to interview her. Because, fuck God, dude. She's when, cute. When I look at her, that's what I imagine every single one of our uh, female listeners looking like. <laughs> Just, like, short black hair and she's cute, man. And so I want to ask her, what's, what do I have to do? Uh, to get a chick that's like that, like that I know, type, you know what I really, mean? That type is a little bit difficult to get sometimes because you don't really know how to play them. Yeah, because they seem like they, they seem like they seem like they'd be the type that would look, want you to be kind of trashy and you know uh, rock type. But they're all mystical and they're like you know want to be deep about yeah, you know the but, stars yeah, and what's your sign like, and all that. She's exactly. Got, she's got a bio on this um, this website of theirs. It's called mimic one the number one dot com and her name. I don't even want to give out her name yet, but uh, you you can figure it out if you went to that website. But it talks about her bio and how into music she is and like all her influences and stuff. Right, oh, right. See, to get a chick that hot, is it worth going through all that crap? No. Yeah, I think it is, though, man. Especially, like, when that's your fantasy chick. Do you pretend like you like music? Do you pretend <laughs> like you like the shows that she likes and the movies that she likes and the actors and actresses? It depends on what you want from her. Do you just want to bang her or you want to have a relationship with her? And I wonder if a chick like this would be any good and bad. Well, you know what I mean? Like, my whole thing is I love the look, but I can't imagine myself on top of that look and what it would be like from there. Maybe with her on top of me so I can look at her. You know what I mean? <laughs> From behind. Dude, I had a chick that fit that profile perfectly. Uh -huh. All right? And, and she liked to go to raves and all that stuff. And, you know, we were a little different, but we, we kind of were attracted to each other. And uh, you know how I'm religious, right? This freaked me out, dude. So we get back to my place. I was still living with my parents. I was like 20 or something like that. We're in the basement. And we're messing around. 20 years old and living I, with your parents. Dude, that's not that old. Come on. And I'm taking her panties off. And, she, and she's got an upside-down black cross right near the pooter. Okay? Wow. Right there. I'm like, uh, That had turned me on so much. I was like, do you worship the devil? What the? No, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. I'm like, it's nothing. I'm going to be banging the head of a cross every time. What nice. I was like, jeez, this is weird, man. I'm going to start requesting that my chicks shave oh, down there. It really freaked me out. Like really, I was like, that is not cool. That is not cool. I don't think God wants me to have this one for some reason. You know what I'd ask? I'm going to ask this chick. <laughs> of course I did it anyway. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> you don't care. You'll just pray later and everything will be fine. That's why I hate your religious type. <laughs> I'll do it now and pray later and everything will be cool. Yeah. As long as I don't die between now and the time I pray. It's okay. <laughs> no, no. A chick like that would be kind of fun because another one of porn, uh, uh, Dubs' is porns that I have is, is that Clean Cut Cuties? Is that yeah. yours? Yeah, that's mine. So it's one of those where if it's a chick like that, because you know, like, down there it's, like, black hair, you know what I mean? So I think I would shave it. <laughs> like an upside-down cross. Like, that, like, shave the Dude, hair. I'm telling you, man. It's a, and this thing was big, too. Was it? And she, yeah, and there was, like, you know, it was all black, but it was big and that, like, gothic-looking, like, the really old crosses. Nice. Yeah. That's sexy, man. Fucking devil worshiper. Oh, seriously. But, but, hey, final thing is... 
they can really work it because they're like nuts out of their heads. You know what I mean? So they're like crazy. You know what I mean? They're Speaking like, of like devil tongues. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. You have no idea what they're saying, but you know, just go with it. You'll be all right. I'm all over that, dude. That's my inspiration now. That's the reason for me to work out. Well, anyway, Tommy, I hope that it happens. I hope that you can do this. I beg you to get her in here. Otherwise, your hideout pass is revoked. <laughs> but more than that, seriously, buddy, you've been good to the show, and you know we tease you a lot, but happy birthday. We don't do a lot of shout-outs unless you have a, a hideout pass, but happy birthday. Go to TGI Friday. Love it up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Fridays and have a good time. Um, we'll take a break, come back. And I will step in front of the Hideout Security Council to uh, ask whether or not we should be going into a radio war. Tell Half Face Hideout, we're going to get serious for a second. 106.7 WJFK. And you punk. Feels like a rock and roll in your body. 106.7 WJFK. Right now. Tonight, we're going to launch a new revolution. 106.7. One that will rock and roll your senses. And you are my test pilots. You're going to kiss the sun and taste the motherfucking rainbow. Atlanta Face Hideouts, 106.7 WJFN. Welcome back into our Hefe Sideout 106.7 WJFK. Coming down the home stretch, uh, the final hour of Sunday nights for a while. We'll be back on Saturday nights starting next weekend as the Redskins will be done with preseason on Thursday. Spoon, you going to Jacksonville? Yeah, man. Are you really? Yeah. Can't wait to get there, actually. When do you take off? Although I heard it was a hole. I'm leaving Wednesday, so I will be here Saturday. You'll be back in time. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, just make sure that you have that chick lined up for next Saturday. Yeah, I'll take care of that. Don't worry about what it. What time does the plane leave? <laughs> Do you know? Uh, I forget, but it's Wednesday and it's at BWI, so it's like, it's closer for me to go than like Dulles. Okay. BWI is like 20 minutes, Dulles is an hour and a half from my house, something like that. Do you live in Bowie? Yeah. So, <laughs> why don't you get my street address while you're at it? So let's just get my phone number out on the air. What's that? Uh, <laughs> Party anytime. Two, four, oh. Hey, I'm single now. <laughs> hi. Hide what? Hi. Uh, oh, hi. <laughs> hi now. Hi. Hi that, tree. Is a hi tree? That's his pager number. Uh, our phone number is 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. And the AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging, uh, JFKL, F-A-E-L-J-E-F-E. So the other fun thing about OzFest, and I'll, I'll admit this, I talk a lot of trash. I talk a lot of trash, Dubs, and you know this. Oh, yeah. But how am I for following through? Not very good. I, no, I don't. You don't follow through. I'm a, I'm a great talker, but I will chicken out at a moment's notice. Oh, yeah, because... <laughs> Yeah, we were talking a lot of smack sitting down, and then we get up over to go to the... Uh... Well, here's the okay. thing. Yeah, tell a story. Uh, we... All right, so we're walking around, and as soon as you walk into Nissan, HFS, uh, the sister station, the station bringing down the WJFK uh, <laughs> Infinity Group, um, is all set up there. 
you know, doing their thing, whatever that, whatever it is that they do. And so I was like, wow, that's funny. And so I finally find Dubs. I'm like, hey, man, let's go up to the HFS tent and say, we love Big O and Dukes. <laughs> we love Big O and Dukes. Where are they at? I'm a, sol hand. I'm a soldier. I love Big O and Dukes. <laughs> I want to show them my hug. So, Is that what they call their fans? Soldiers. Well, hold on. Yeah, soldiers. We'll do it in a second. <laughs> so I'm talking all this mad game about going up there, and, man, it's going to be funny and blah, blah, blah. So we walk around looking at the prices for, like, $6 funnel, takes, uh, funnel cakes and stuff like that. And so we get to the, the HFS tent. And that's, that's put loosely, too. They had a, a bunk thing. That's the other thing, too, man, about the radio stations that were out there. They hardly play any of those songs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. None of the, one of those stations play Ozzy. The only station that really should have been there is 98 Rock from Baltimore. Yeah. Because they play all those bands. Right. HFS 101 are out there pretending. You know what I'm saying? But they're sitting there in a little lame-ass tent doing nothing. Like, if I had the chance to go and broadcast live from OzFest, I'd be doing something. Yeah. You have, a, you have a captured audience. You have people that like your music. you got uh, probably fans of your show. But they're sitting there like lame asses talking yeah, up records. They're, they're lame asses tossing, uh, talking up records, and they're tossing out their, their crappy uh, tattoos, their temporary tattoos. Oh, God. And that was the other thing, too, somebody brings up. They were charging 11 bucks for import beers at OzFest. But they're lame ass tattoos. And that's the other thing. The only way that I'll give it to those, those stations is that they have a promotional staff that's more than just one kick ass lady like we have, Tammy. Right. Man, that's the way. That's where you bang at the radio station. Exactly. The hot little promotional chicks that come in that are like majors in marketing at American University or something or from like CSB and are, are looking to get their first radio gigs. So they'll go out to these, these big events and hand out the bumper stickers and all that crap. But just nothing going on from the radio stations out there. So Dubs and I wanted to walk by and be like, you know, we're big old dukes and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, Dubs has no shame. You know what I mean? Like, he'll go up and he'll do anything. Right. That was talking mad game all the way till we got there. And then I'm standing there face to face with the HFS oh. and the DJ. And I check him out and I walk away. Hey, guys. So when, wa when walking away, though, Dubs yells, you know, Big old Dukes rock! <laughs> and they Big old Dukes forever! And they they look at us like... Hey, that's all complimentary. I mean, you know. Like we're idiots and ass, you know, ass munches and stuff. <laughs> But I'd like to bring this before the um, the Hideout Security Council. Fidel, get in here. You're part of this. Now, Punani isn't here, and we usually have to go with the majority rule. But we'll have to go with 50-50 rule today. <laughs> well, I, d I don't think it's going to even be close, so let's go ahead and vote. Last, last Sunday night, after the Hideout, I was sitting at home playing some video games. And remembered that the Big O and Dukes show is on. Now, <laughs> Big Dukes actually does some stuff here at JFK. Is this going to upset me? What? Is the, what you're about to say. I don't what know. they said on the air. Go, go, finish your story. I just. So I'm sitting I'm, there. I'm, yes. And I'm watching this. I'm listening to okay. this. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I, I listened to the whole thing. And I was like, wow. And so I, I start going through this whole process in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, 
Is this what we sound like? Oh, you, so they didn't say anything specifically about no, they, it. They didn't say anything about us, even though Dukes calls all the time trying to pimp his show on our show. Yeah. Which I was like fine with, whatever. I, I told you the first time he got on the air, he was a freaking poser, man. I'm ready it's to... It's like, dude, he's a nice enough guy, but don't get on the air and have everyone else's persona but your own. You know? Stop trying to be the junkie. All right? Seriously, bro. I'm se I'm severing all ties right now with the Big O and Duke show. I would like to put it in front of the Hideout Security Council. The, yeah, we, we start our first radio war. The thing you told me, which made me laugh the most, when you called me and told me, oh, dude, I listened to the Big O and Duke show, he said it was like two a-holes yelling at you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, like, though. It's like one hour straight of two a-holes yelling at you. That's exactly the way I described it. Well, that's fun. <laughs> you know, at least here you got four to five a-holes. That's right. You got different perspectives from a-holes. You got two specific a-holes talking in somebody else's lingo yelling at you on a Sunday night when you're trying to go to bed for school the next morning. I don't need that. But the thing is, I was like, all right, so I'm listening to the show. I'm like, hey, you got to start somewhere. And Lord knows, at times, this show sucks. There's no doubt. But there's that glimmer of hope that this show at some point is going to turn into something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we, Make you laugh. I think we've, we've proven ourselves a little bit. We set the standard low with the three chuckles an hour guaranteed. I think we hit that mark, barely, <laughs> uh, on some nights. But we hit it. So here's the proposition. I am proposing that we put up our first radio war with the Big O and Duke show. I'm setting the proposal in front of the council now. I have the proposition. Do I have any seconds? I second it. J third. Third. Fidel fourth. Uh oh, it's freaking we gotta do it. Unanimous. It passes unanimously, but just based on the picture on their website. It's on, suckers. And that's the thing too. We are starting wars that we know we can win. There's no doubt that we can win this radio war. It's time for the hideout to flex its muscles a little bit. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Let's get started. El Jefe's hideout would like to wage a radio war. Uh, come on. So here's, here was the biggest thing about listening to the show, okay? Like I said, it's like two a-holes yelling at you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. All right? So. Oh, man. Problem number one is that they're using other people's lingo constantly. Yeah. If you get on the air, and this is, I tell you what you should be doing, guys, Big O and Dukes. Listen to this show so I can teach you. I'll air check you every week. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is you're doing wrong. Give him our address, man. He can send us some stuff. Yeah, send your demo to me. <laughs> Problem number one, you're annoying. <laughs> Problem number two, donkey, you're annoying. Unoriginal. Hard. Number three, it's muddy, hurting. Every, every other word out of their mouth was BigOwenDukes.com. Now, here's the thing, though. It worked on me. I was like, they're pimping this goddamn website so much, I got to go see it. Now, here's the thing. JD created our website for us. Right. It's not the official El Jefe website. Hog. 
Because we know that we're a lame weekend show. We understand that. This show is on for one hour between Love Line replays. Shocker. So you, you go to Big O and Duke style. Donkey. Oh. <laughs> By the way, we're not picking on the donkeys. We like uh, the donkeys. That's junkies their own thing, you know. We're picking on Junkies Light, also known as the Big O and Duke show. Right. The lighter version, the watered-down version. Oh, I heard something very interesting. Like, somebody very high up told them they suck. You know, they're they're just lucky to be on 99.1 with that one Big hour. Dukes. Because they're they're total junkies yeah. rip-off. Big I mean, so look someone at very big. Look at this. So you go to BigOandukes.com. <laughs> Smoothies.com. Look at this picture. Is that the guy from Smash Mouth? <laughs> yeah, we'll stop short. <laughs> you look like Smash Mouth. You know, a thinner version of Smash Mouth. Guy. <laughs> they got their heads cocked to the side, like that gay little cock to the side, like here we are. And Dukes is behind Big O. Like, like I don't think that's the first time. He's a midget vanilla ice, dude. That's what he is. Like, he's, like he's ready to insert. <laughs> like he's here, baby. Let me insert my heart. I know he brushes his eyebrows. I can see it now. So you go through this lame-ass... Wheezes. This, I mean, Sundays, 12 to 1 a.m. only on WHFS. Because uh, they are in syndicate, yet, of course. Yeah. Mini! That was the other thing, too. Last week, they, they're starting talking about syndication already. <laughs> Shut up! Stop it already! Oh, man. They got tickets for the HF Festival, which, yes. by, which, by the way, sounds like a disappointment. He looks like he's about to cry, though. Was that look, the look on his face? Yeah. <laughs> Big O? Yeah, he looks like his daddy this, like, touched him. Like, <laughs> so here's here's the website for the show. What up, playa? You must have money taste because you're in the right spot. <laughs> oh, money. Hello there, player. The website for the best show hosted by an illegal alien and a beefy stalker, the Big O and Doof Show. Wait, he's trying to take El Jefe's thing, the illegal alien thing. You can't take that. That's our bet. Don't forget, fat kid, I'm the most important Latino broadcaster ever. Thank you. Once we figure out what our show's about exactly, we'll let you know. Otherwise, keep listening. All right. Perfect. Cool. So, and then they got this whole thing about uh, snapshots and honeys. Like, yeah. if you go, back, go to the honeys, that girl. If you go it, to the. Oh, it's still working. It's not working yet. Uh oh. Like, the main page. The honey. And it's like, are you hot? Do you like us? Then become one of our honeys. And then, this is the other thing, too, that kind of. <laughs> I've seen Duke's is honey. <laughs> You talk about his favorite word being donkey. <laughs> this girl had some donkey legs like no other. Right. We can't pick on his girl. I though, mean, man. I'm sorry. We could just pick on Big O with Like It was cool that he found a girl shorter than he was. Like, that's, that's a good idea. But, like, when she's four foot ten and has donkey hips. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> don't bring her to the Redskin game. Bring your sister or someone that's hotter. Good Lord. I was like, he actually brought her in the booth. I don't believe it. In the booth? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, hey, guys, it's my girlfriend. Hey, yeah. They do this whole thing. What's up, shorty? <laughs> Look, so happy. We're not picking on him. We got somebody else to obsess on. Oh, man, exactly. They call their listeners soldiers. Uh -oh. I didn't think they like gay people. You know what this is, right? <laughs> Go answer it, Fidel. I got it. Girlfriend is off limits. Oh, okay. Thank, Thank you. you. So, <laughs> that's Cameron. Girlfriend is off limits. That was nice, man. He just went, you know, right for what he had to say. and hung up. Yeah, we got to keep this to them. Cause there's enough, All right, I mean, you know, she was a nice girl. There's enough material here. <sighs>
800-636-1067. Now, what do you do next in Radio Wars after you make fun of people? <laughs> Where do we go from here? I don't know. We wait for the strike back. Yeah. Uh, we'll be listening. Right, let's see what happens. We'll be listening tonight. Oh, yeah. But look at this. You go like, I think the snapshots. I don't think we can top the whole spoon thing right there. <laughs> spoon laid it out there. No, we can't talk about it. You know, what, you know what Big O looks like? He looks like a fat version of The Rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just trying to You're hard, big, man. Bake it. Me, I'll eat it. <laughs> Shine up that steak nice and pretty and shove it in my Rudy Pooh candy mouth. <laughs> Are you talking about Dukes or the steak? <laughs> Take that hog. Shine it up really pretty. <laughs> Take that hog. The big O and Duke Show dot com. I mean, they're nice enough guys, man. They just try too hard, you know what I mean? It's like and that's come the, on. I mean, people talk trash about See yourself, us. dude, that's all. Yeah, and that's that's I guess that's like the biggest thing is that you wanna when you get into this business, you wanna have your own identity. You know what I mean? And the last thing you would do is go on to the station. That has the show that you're copying. I mean, maybe it's better there, you know. But I'm not. I don't use any anybody else's catchphrases. And if I do, it's accidentally. But I'm not doing it on purpose. You got to get your own identity. What'd you call uh, Big O? Liberaki? Liberaki, yeah. Because <laughs> he looks like a gay version of The Rock. <laughs> a gay fat version of The Rock. <laughs> looks like he could play the piano pretty well too. Man, not that we know anything about the kid. Oh, and this is the other thing too. So I have Dukes' phone number. And so I called him. And what, how come, doesn't he usually run the board on Sundays before we get in? They had a remote today. Later. They had a remote today? They had a remote. Where? Gold's Gym. Get on the treadmill, fat boys. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Gold's Gym. That's the other thing, too. Cameron, I know you're listening. Get on this, man. How is it that Big O and Dukes are going out representing an Infinity Radio station and a hideout can't go Thank you. like that? Because we don't, they don't make uh, jokes about young girls. What Dogs? Are you holding this yeah, back? I'm holding this back. From going out and collecting processing fees and talent fees? They wouldn't give us that. But anyway, I called Dukes' uh, voicemail. And because I want to let him know that we're about to start a radio war. <laughs> and if, and if, what did he say? If he wants in, here's a, hey, it's Jay Dukes. Hey, donkeys! It's Chad Dukes uh. from JFK, HFS, and UPS. Donkeys. Whatever, whatever he says. And so he's sitting there and he goes to this whole thing and I can't even hear it because it's like annoying me and I got a headache just listening to the voicemail. <laughs> and then on his personal cell phone voicemail. Listen to the Big O and Duke show. Oh. Sundays from midnight to one. God. He cuts a promo on his very own voicemail <laughs> oh, for man. his own show. For that, you should deserve to get punched in the face. Yeah, what are they going to start spray painting the Metro or something like that? You know what I mean? Just like graffiti all over the town. Big O and Dukes, come on. So here's the other, and here's the other thing too. I mean, the guy has plainly told me that he was going to he was going to rip off some of our bits and some of our ideas. Duke said that. Yeah, yeah. Last week when he was walking out here, he was like, oh, i got to use that. A couple of like, yeah. On a couple of When he gets smacked. I have to admit that I'm a marketing genius. The very first show that we yeah. had for The Hideout, I invited Dave, DCRTV.com, to come on and be, the, be on the show. I did it for two reasons. I had the same idea. A, I wanted him to be on the show and evaluate the show and let him know there's a new show out there, but also I wanted to get his perspective on the radio market. I've liked Dave so far. He hasn't done anything mean to me, and he's been cool. Although, um, well, he's got—he's obsessed on what I look like. 
There's this whole thing going around about what does El Jefe look like. <laughs> Those pictures are funny, though. you got to admit. Well, whatever. <laughs> the booger picker. <laughs> it just looked like a guy that just picks his boogers all day long, you know what I mean? Is this the real El Jefe? But with that, Duke's just like, man, that's a great idea, blah, blah, blah. So, like, whenever the Duke shows on... Like a week later, or like on the Thursday leading up to the Big O and Duke show, he posts in the mailbag, Hey, donkeys, uh, call up with your best drunk stories on the Big O and Duke show on 99.1 HFS in the mailbag. He goes to a radio website to like get listeners and to like pimp himself or whatever. Mine was to us getting noticed in the market, and it worked. Right. A lot of the people in this business know who El Jefe is. Why? It's a, it's a weekend show. But you know. Right. You know what I mean? And he's asking for drunk stories on a on an industry website. Eight hundred six three six one oh six seven two zero two four three two one oh six seven. So up, donkeys. <laughs> so here's the thing. I mean, I'm gonna listen to the big O and Duke show. I I'm hooked. It's like a train wreck. It's like, it the, for me? it's like the car accident. That was the other thing. Man, I wish I'd been rolling tape last week. Please tape it for me because I'm, I'm here. Can we I tape it and play it back on the air? No. Is I no. doubt it. Why not? Yeah, I think we can, actually. That's, that's public airways. But then we have to have their permission. No, to we, do don't. It. No, yeah, we don't. No, we do. not on air. They're putting it out for the public's use. It's just like if you were taping something yeah, off of the you television. Know what, you got a point. So, how about I don't know. next Saturday night we air check. <laughs> Next Saturday night, you want to air check the Big O and Duke show? We've got to cut it down just do the good stuff. Oh, of course. No, okay. I'm not we're sure. going to do a full hour of the Big O and Duke show. <laughs> good stuff. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Um, El Jefe's Hideout is the show, and hopefully you, uh, you are having did as Tommy, much fun as we are. Did Tommy call him Lincoln Pork? <laughs> <laughs> I think Tommy did call him Lincoln Pork. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, all right, this is what I want to do. I want to take a break. Um, can we get a Marl fan on the phone? Uh, I'll look for his number. College, you haven't? Is back in. Punani typed it down and wrote it down for you somewhere. Did he? Okay, we'll see if we can do that. But college so, is uh, just around the corner. In fact, I think it's even started in some places. Started for him. That, oh, for uh, a Marl fan? Yeah, they went down there like three days before it started. University. He should have been there for about a week. And I'm ready. I. I, I I don't want to relive college. And this is one of the reasons that I was hoping Punani would be here this evening. Is because Punani, I guess, went to, like, what, Citadel? Yeah, he went to a military school. Well, like, an, a military school. And I'm sure he has some great hazing stories. Oh, I'm sure. They, they soap in a pillowcase. Were you ever hazed, Dubs? No, not really. I never went through the whole hazing It's just thing. a dream, fat boy. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, uh, that ha I once, in high school, I was hazed. There was this big... Uh, Dick, Dick ass, who worked played on the basketball team, and his thing was, you know, he was recruited by some colleges and stuff. And when you're sitting there like watching the JV basketball games, like in front of the principals and coaches and everything, he just come up and like punch you in the chest, <laughs> like just because you were a freshman, he just come up and punch you in the chest. Well, I never, I was never really a part of that. I guess there's one kid, there's one kid that used to just run along the uh, hallways, mm -hmm. and he'd give you Charlie horses with his knee, but he was so good at them that your leg would actually be unusable. You'd have to crawl to your class. I'm serious. You'd have to crawl to your class, and then, like, the teacher would see him, like, 
Ah, Sheetman got you, huh? <laughs> so I tell you what, we'll do that. But before we do that, I also want to come back. We haven't done it in a while. There's this one particular story that I want to get to in Two Scoops of Spoon. So we may do a specific Two Scoops of Spoon and maybe get into the whole college thing while we see if we can uh, track down a moral fan. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. It's not the Big Own Duke Show. It's El Jefe's Hideout. Real radio. On 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe's Hideout. Who am I? As happy as a runaway slave. Hey, where are the white women at? El Jefe's Hideout. On 106.7. 106.7. You're about to go downtown, bitch, right here on the station that plays only platinum hits. WJFK. You're listening to Cameron Gray's Man Crush. El Jefe's Hideout. On Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Oh, man. You know, Cameron, <laughs> he calls. Yeah. He won't stop. He's always hotlining during now, the show. Now, seriously, the thing is, if he's going to hotline during the show, I think we should be able to put him on the air with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I did. No, I know. That time he did. But before, I was trying to go someplace, and I couldn't go there. And it wasn't a bad place I was trying to go, even, may, even though he might have thought it was. Mm-hmm. He calls, and then he just can't go on the air with us. I want him to go on the air with us. Uh, no, that, that's true. Uh, you know, and Cameron's actually a big fan of the Dukes. Uh, he loves Chad Dukes. He's a, he's a good kid. He, likes he is. He's a good kid, man. The Dukes are better. Huh? You know, that also, too, that was the other thing is that when, before, like, I knew Cameron, I always heard Dukes talk a lot about Cameron and, like, they were real good buddies and stuff and they'd hang out and, I don't know, something like that. So maybe that's where Cameron's loyalties are going now. Maybe in the, the big going Duke show. Maybe in the radio war, he's he's picking Dukes' side. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Go to hell, France. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I've had some really crappy program directors. Yeah. Cameron's the best. I mean, as, yeah, as much as I, I just, I would just wish if he if he hotlines, mm-hmm. go on the air with us and tell us what's wrong. Because I don't like getting stopped and not knowing who's calling and you know. Well, I figured that would actually be Dukes calling on the hotline because he has the yeah. number. That's what I was assuming that was, and I think you probably did too. Right, don't Cole? feed me your f***ing lies, Cameron. <laughs> Can Cameron call up right now if he's still listening? You prey on people, Cam. I like that guy, though, man. He's a good dude. I understand what you're saying, though. It ruins the whole flow of the show, and you get worried. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's cool to know that he listens to the show. Well, I got mad because I was trying to go someplace, and they thought it was a pedophile thing, and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I was trying to go someplace that was. Totally anti-pedophile, and he's saying I'm making those kind of jokes, and I wasn't. Well, who was no, dude? Well, not that time. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, but, come on, it's not like you haven't in the, in the uh, you know. Let the bit, bit develop before you shoot it down. All right. <laughs> That's what we say on El Jefe's hideout. By the way, it's the show you're listening to. I'm El Jefe. That's Spoon. That's J Dubs. How many people here in this in this room are college educated? <sighs> I'm post high school educated, but I'm not college. No, I said college. All right. No, you are. What about you? I, I haven't had enough to warrant even putting it on, like, a, you know, a job or my resume. How many hours say, did you take? <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I took a couple courses. That's all I took. Were they hours back in the 60s when you took them? <laughs> 
I mean, I, I have 36 credits still. That does not count, though. I know, but I, I'm just saying. I got like eight, okay? Do you? Oh. I mean, that's I, like two courses, right? We were talking about whether or not, you know, we had gone to school or whatever, and I was asking. I asked, I asked Spoon. He got all defensive. No, I. He's like, yeah, man, I went to college. <laughs> I ain't no criminal. I can't read, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. A Boys in the Hood reference. He's going crazy. Oh, that was pretty good. But, um. But yeah, then he takes eight hours. And what you take? I know you didn't take the hours in English. No, it was like communications and scuba diving. It wasn't really. Which I got an A in. Thank you. Scuba diving? Yeah. I tell you this in college, man. Scuba's tough. I took I took weightlifting and running in the same semester. I wanted to lose some weight, and plus I figured they'd be easy classes. You must have got an F. I gained weight <laughs> exactly during that semester, man. I put on like 40 pounds that semester. But I did get an A in basketball. That's, oh, when, yeah? I, that's when I used to be able to ball, man. You see, right on. In Fowlerville, we didn't have like all these like <laughs> colleges and education. <laughs> no, like these separate these separate classes for basketball. <laughs> a whole class on basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. Maryland offers a class just on basketball. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't take it. But... In Fowlerville, of course not. Is there a Fowlerville Community College? <laughs> oh I'm God. talking about in your high school, you could take baseball and that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about I'm talking about college. Though. I know, but I'm that. Never mind. Then let's just go on to college then. Well, I'm sorry. You know, I know. Yeah, but that was the thing though. Is that in college, I don't know, man. I'm torn because I have a college degree, but to me, it means absolutely nothing. I. I have a major in telecommunications and marketing, and I don't know dick about telecommunications, man. Uh, apparently, that's like radio and TV and stuff, but I didn't know, like, phone systems are involved in telecommunications and, like, all this stuff. Like, whenever you go on to, like, monster.com or any of these job sites, you see telecommunications, like, and job posting, you're like, oh, okay. And it's like all this computer stuff and things like that. Yeah, you actually have no idea what you actually do at the job. Well, from what they post, you... They they have these weird titles, and you, when you think telecommunications, you think almost uh, uh, like someone answering the phone for something. I don't know. I don't. I don't really don't. I don't know. I don't know what the telecommunication field is. A telecommunications degree is good for one thing: telemarketing. Because that'd be the only thing I know how to do is to use a phone to call somebody to ask them to buy something. That's exactly. all I got. That, that's all I would think telecommunications is, and I know it's something way more complicated than that. Because uh, our friend Reamer, he, he uh, graduated in telecommunications, and he's like, I have no idea what I'd do with this, uh, this degree. Where do you go from here if it's not radio? But that's what I'm saying, though. To me, I think everybody should, should go to college, but is a college degree even worth anything now? Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one, and if you don't have one, a lot of times you can just, uh, me and you, we've moved our way in, uh, into the radio business just as far as he has, yeah. and we don't have a college degree. Right. No. But it's El Jefe side up. And it's the college degree from Texas Tech University. See, I think with me, like, the private school thing really helped me out because our curriculum was a lot higher than public schools. Therefore, maybe I was, you know, just as educated. Because I see these kids coming out of college. They don't know a damn thing. They don't know anything. They have that piece of paper, and that's it. Now, having said that, I do think, like, if it was my daughter, one of my kids, I want them to go to school. I want them to go to a good school. How are you going to afford three different college educations? He sounds like it's a, not for a while. Right? Yeah. He sounds like an old redneck. You think you're all smart with that college degree? <laughs> That's just a piece of paper. That's right. Put that book away, boy. So you're going to make your little girl go to college, Spoon? Absolutely. She's not even going to have a choice. 
I'm, you know, it's always like uh, when I was younger, my parents, well, when you get out of high school, you can make a decision whether you want. No, when you get out of college, then you can decide whether you want to go on to uh, the workforce or go for your doctorate or whatever. When your ex graduates, is she going to college? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know now since we're broken up. She probably thinks I was full of BS, so she probably won't go to college. <laughs> You're such a dick, dude. 800 already graduated. 106-7-202-432-1067. Do you feel like you've missed out by not going to college, though? Not at all, because I lived at Michigan State campus for two years. So you, and that's, oh, so he had the whole experience. Yeah, without, mean, the, without the BS of classes. It, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's what it is, though. It's not... To me, you don't even go to college to really learn anything as opposed to learn life experiences. That's what you usually look. Now, I do look around, and like I guess these like computer nerds and stuff like that, they're really learning things, they're like computer engineering and engineers and stuff like that. A lot of, uh, but a lot of people you see, like, uh, like Wendell's assistants and stuff, they don't even look like they're out of high school yet, and they're already doing that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, if you so. can intern somewhere really early, man. I, I still say that on-the-job training, it, it, there's nothing like it. You can't get it in a classroom. No. You just can't. Things happen on the air or off the air that, you know, you just don't think about teaching to someone. Now, here's the thing, though. What do you do if you go to one of these broadcasting schools and you don't get a job in radio? And you can't get a job in radio? We have a lot of listeners that are like that. What do they do at this point now? If they... you can't get a job in radio, <laughs> you need to hang it up. But you know it's... You can't get a job anywhere no, other it, than McDonald's. It's cutthroat. Actually, it's real well, It is. It is. When you're just starting, unless you catch a lucky, lucky break... Usually it's really... Fidel. Yeah, but you can still at least, like, you know, do something, be assistant, like, production director or something like that. No, you can't. Or, or you know, work with the uh, and it, it, promotions so, department or something. And really, it's so tough now because you can't even be an intern. You can't even work for free without being going to college, you know, like, at oh. the time. Right. No, that's true, too. And I still don't understand what that's about. That That would suck. If you paid all that school to go on those broadcasts, all that money to go on those broadcasting schools, and then you couldn't even intern? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's rough, though, because I was in the same position. I was lucky to find a, a low-rate rock station to go intern at. Now, can I say something? I look down on you guys because you didn't go to college. <laughs> oh, I know you do. I do, and I've, 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 I've done that before, and I've thrown that out there. I'm college-educated and blah, blah, blah. Knowing that it really means nothing... But that's what kind of pisses me off, is the fact that I'm sitting here in this studio, and other than the fact that it's El Jefe's hideout, and even the name's probably going to change at some point, where it's going to have to be the El Jefe and J-Dub show or something. I like what? that. Spoon what? <laughs> <laughs> what? But you know what I mean? But I'm sitting here next to you, and I'm 25, you're 22. The three-year difference there is the time that I wasted at Texas Tech University. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this, too. I'm not qualified to go get another job. If I were to job hunt, what do I go do? And that's the thing you got to think to yourself when you're going to college. When you go to college, you can't just take the classes, man. you got to get out there and get some sort of tangible experience in something. Because I did nothing. And when I got fired from my last radio gig, I was like, damn, what do I do now? Yeah. I guess I'll work at a gym. And I'm college educated working at a gym. See, and that's the thing. I mean, it's like, it's this perception, okay, this guy has a college education, this guy doesn't. And, you know, usually they're going to go with the college guy. But as far as in work and how you progress, I don't think that should play a factor. One of the things is, a lot of these people who go to college, 
they get out and they can't find a job in the, the field they're going in, and they they try to find a, a job that any schmuck can get, and they can't get those either because they know they nothing about it. Yeah, they didn't work through high school. They didn't work through college. That's, they got they got a free ride the whole way, and now they can't make ends meet. That's a huge thing, man. Because I remember too, there were times when I was unemployed, like when I very first graduated from tech and moved to Michigan, and all I had done was radio, and I didn't have any other tangible work experience, but I was college educated, and I had held down a job even though it was radio. I couldn't get a job at the mall, man. I couldn't do dick because everybody thought he's college educated, he's too for, too good for this gig probably, and he's probably going to look to bolt. As opposed to some jackass who just got out of oh, high school and is willing to make, you know, working at the Sunglass Hut their their career. Exactly what I, what I went through before because I I got fired from radio and I wanted to go work someplace. I didn't want to go back and work at the uh, Big Cheese Pizza job that I was working. <laughs> so I go drop off like 30 applications at the mall. Not even one call back. Yeah, but see, the mall jobs are really tough to get, though. Because all the, all the kids want to get them, you know? And why is that, man? If you could work for any one mall store, which one would you want to work for, Spoon? A mall store? Like a chance? Uh, probably, yeah, exactly. Like Foot Locker, something like that, or I a could, CD store. I could see you in that. Uh, yeah, I could actually really see you in the uh, the, uh, the referee, referee uniform. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In about two years, when it's the El Jefe and Dub show, oh man, we'll hook you up, buddy. We'll get you that job at the Fair Oaks Mall, champ. Thanks, guys. Or Foot Locker. Guys are awesome. What about you, Dubs? If you had to work at any place in the mall, it would have to be like a uh, Spencer's Gifts. Is there, are there Spencer's Gifts out here? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I love that store because they, <laughs> right, they they, they have all, they have all those like you know silly gifts, and also they go all out for Halloween. They have like the cool Halloween like masks and everything. But you you had a job here though. Yeah, had, I worked at the Marriott, but. <laughs> I love that. Just dump the sound effect. I didn't work there, and I'm... That's what's funny too. I want you to work back there, just so I can do that. Dubs is good for nothing because he can't hold down another job unless it's a pizza place or radio. You were horrible over at the Holiday Inn, man. The Marriott or Marriott, whatever. Where's well, that douchebag? Yeah, I know. I if I don't like a job, I'm not on time. Tell me about it. I'll uh, I'll show up like three hours late. I'll I'll push it as far as I can until they fire me. Fidel, did you go to college? Uh, for some time, but I didn't graduate. Where'd I, you go to school? I went to Salisbury State down near Ocean City. Okay. I was there about Salisbury two and a half months. State. Yeah. <laughs> Literally there for about two and a half months, and then I got kind of either I was forced to either leave or have a thing, you know, big demerit. I'm majoring in. It's a party school. It's a very big party school. <laughs> yeah, it's a party school. It's like really near near the beach, so like none of them kids end up doing wait, anything. Wait a second. Let's bask in the glory of what Dub said. <laughs> what do you? He said he went to Salisbury and he majored in gravy. <laughs> That's because it's a Salisbury steak reference. <laughs> That's funny, though. Yeah. Go seagulls. Okay. <laughs> now, you're talking about, you know, working in a mall and all that. I used to work in a mall for like five years, managing a record store. I got more poon working in a mall than any other job I've ever worked at in my life. Really? Girls would walk up to me and literally pick me up, and I'd end up with numbers. It was the awesomest experience. I don't know why I ever left. Awesomest? They, word? Did they teach you when you majored in gravy? Is yeah. that what they're talking about? It was the most awesome awesomest gravy I've ever grabbed. At a record store? Really? Yeah, a whole bunch of them. It was seriously. It was, you were the manager? I was assistant manager. I mean, oh. I, I had the key. I opened, I closed, I did everything. I was by myself. Why would the they approach you, though? I mean, I don't... Because I'm a piece of ass. <laughs> Try to be serious for a second. 
as I stare at your big man teats and your yeah, I don't know CSB t-shirt. I'm a pretty good-looking guy. Sure, what? I might be a little bit big, but who cares? I'm still Stop. a good-looking guy. All right, well, well then, then you're throwing off your whole example. Did you get laid because you were a good-looking guy or because you worked at the record store? <laughs> well, oh, no. Seeing that he's not getting laid now. Know. Yeah, I'd say it was because I worked in the mall. What kind of, well, how old were you? Uh, I grew up from 17, 17 to about 22. 17 to 22? Yeah, maybe 21. What made you decide to get into radio? That's how it's actually good. What? I don't know. It's, uh, I like talk shows. Get out of here. Go ahead. Right, no, seriously, you ask a stupid question, I'll give you a stupid answer. What the hell do you want? I was trying to learn something from you. I wanted to see what made you tick. Besides gravy. And you give me a... I do not like gravy. Crap-ass answer. Beat it. <laughs> F you. <laughs> Show yourself to the door. <laughs> 800 Wow, that's that's interesting, though, working at the record store. I think if I had to work at any mall store, I'd probably do, like, the Hot Topic thing. I think Hot, hot Topic. Hot Topic. But you gotta, I let's be that. honest. I thought that, though, and you're going to work at Cinnabon. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You would work at Cinnabon. Do you know how good it smells, man? I mean, even a skinny guy like me can appreciate Cinnabon. You're not passing up that place to fill out a job application at at the the news store. Give me a break. Right, you want to be in the food court. That's, Come on. That's true. <laughs> I love those Cinnabons. They are freaking good. <laughs> They're juicy. I can see you down the six-pack of the bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> They're juicy like Fidel's man teeth. <laughs> Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Man, I do wonder about that though. I wonder whether or not because I even said this when I went to college. Is this is this piece of paper even going to do me any good? It's to the point now where you got to have, you know, uh, you got to have your masters and things like. Do you know Cameron has a masters in something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Besides airport parking. <laughs> airport parking. Airport parking. He's got a master's. You know where every spot is. All and what times are available and what the price is. Stop making fun of that kid, man. You owe him your credit. Yeah, that, that was funny. Oh, I do I. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Like, I wonder if Big O and Dukes are college educated. If you read their bio, I... Dude, uh, Duke said that he went to college, but he thought he was too big for the college radio station. Just like a big, bunch of donkeys. His big fat head. Andrew, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hey, guys, I'm driving around the Beltway, and I was listening, and I, I've had this happen to me. I was living down in Florida with my uh, my new wife, working for this national nonprofit, and about six months before I was scheduled to move back to D.C., they ran out of money and I lost my job. And there was like nothing for me to do in this podunk little town. I tried going to work for a jet ski rental place and they wouldn't hire me because I didn't know anything about jet skis. I wound up lifeguarding for three months on the Gulf of Mexico. With a master's degree. The master's degree. What are you doing now? Uh, I'm on a lobby up here in DC. I lobby the, uh, I lobby the, the White House. Do you really? And you listen to us. Driving, driving Shame on you. Just, just caught it. I heard, uh, heard about uh, Chad Dukes and Big O. Just had to listen in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'll be glued to that show tonight. <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Hey, thanks, guys. Later. Wow. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I wonder if we're going to start getting all those like Chad Dukes and Big O prank calls. 
Who knows? Hog donkey. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll be them, though. Yeah, it'll be them. It's going to be their soldiers. Yeah. All my soldiers. You Rickies call into their stupid shit. This is a man's army, buddy. <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be one of those calls. Natalie, welcome into All Half-Face Side Out. Hey there, I gotta say that one of the reasons I tuned into y'all, I found y'all about a month ago when I got to DC, is because you have no purpose. No, that's true. You're tuning in to find out why you do. So I think, it's, I think you've got your marketing campaign going. No, it's completely true. Oh. It, it's like Seinfeld, it's a show about nothing. Where did you move from? And y'all just keep on talking, you know? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and you, this. Phone calls no direction, so you fit perfectly. <laughs> yeah, you fit in right over the show, honey. What do you look well, like, Natalie? I called in. Hey, I also like that you play those clips from American History X. A lot yeah. of people don't know that film, and that, that was quite a film. Where did you move from? I moved from uh, Europe. Really? <laughs> Europe. You, you have a southern accent, honey. Where, where in Europe were you? Which psycho ward? Oh, oh come uh, on. Military. Military? What do you do now, Natalie? Where do you work? More with the Holocaust Museum. You work at the Holocaust Museum? <laughs> and she loves American History X. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an angel. She's talking about these, the, you know, the cam ones. Uh, not that one. <laughs> That's my favorite one, though. No, but the film itself is an incredible film. I mean, from the score to the directing to the acting, it was incredible. Hey, yeah, enough about that. What's it like working at the Holocaust Museum? I mean, you got to—is it, it like you have to see people crying? Yeah, all the people time. going there crying all the time, man. That's got to wear on you. What kind of well, snacks do you serve? Because over in, in Europe, it's, it's much more severe than it is here. But this is pretty mild. What are you laughing at, Spoon? Not, not at all. Because you figure there'd be a bunch of skinny people walking through. All right. <laughs> I want. You know what you I did? Go there. You can't go Stop. there. Seriously, I'm not you kidding. I'm not kidding. Stop well, that. What? That's not cool, oh. man. <laughs> God damn! All right, there was a. All right, you got 11 minutes left with all half face hideout. Thanks to Spoon. Um. Seriously, man, that's not funny. Oh damn, we're screwed. What are you doing? Whatever, man. No, oh, not whatever. It. They're eating fine now. It's okay. <laughs> don't go there, man. I'm not stop. kidding. Seriously, stop that. Y'all got to have people laughing, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, is that funny, though? No. You think that was a funny comment? Come on. No. I, I Well, you know, there's, there's there's combinations of sensitive and, and laughing. No, you don't oh. laugh. At that. You know what? When he said that, I went to hang up on Natalie like I was trying to hang up on Spoon. But I can't, I, I can't hang up on Spoon. I'm stuck with him here. I got a feeling, though, after those comments, not too much longer. Seriously, what are you doing, you asshole? You can't go there. Oh, it's all Even Dubs fun. knows you don't go there. I love everyone. No, you don't. Of course I do. All right, Natalie. Well, thanks for checking in until we go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that just, just be directionless. It's a good way to be. Uh, and that's the other thing, too. And now, you know, you're used to the show on Sundays. We'll be back on Saturdays starting next week. Hopefully. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What are you that, thinking? That's why Cameron likes the uh, sports, the the uh, the phenoms now because they don't make those comments. Yeah, the phenoms <laughs> are safe. Whatever. We should talk <laughs> sports or something. I'm sure you'd be able to work in a Jew joke there, huh? <laughs> Look at him laugh. He's loving it. Giggle like he made something, like he did something. <sighs> I'm scared now. Are you really scared? Yeah, seriously. I think we I think we made it abundantly clear that that wasn't cool. Yeah, hopefully. Whatever. What do you mean, whatever? Whatever, man. It was a freaking joke, man. Get over yourself. I'm not... It's, Everyone. I'm not worried about... Oh, look at this guy. All right, I'm not even going to go there. That's not funny. <laughs> I'm scared now. Well, you know what? We were talking about OzFest, 
and how OzFest came to town and just like the disgust with humanity that I have from OzFest. There was another big event in town, and let's see if Spoon can work in a, uh, a joke here. But they had the 40th anniversary of the March on Washington with Dr. King. And just to kind of give you a quick history lesson, I mean, I don't want to like bore you. But you got you got to learn a little bit, and you got to realize what's going on. In 1863, they had the Emancipation Proclamation with President Lincoln, right? Mm -hmm. And he told blacks that if they fight for the Union, if they help the North win, then they're going to get their freedom, they're going to get their equality, and they're going to get their 40 acres and a mule and etc. When they got it, what? <laughs> they didn't? No. <laughs> See what they teach us in Fallingville? I don't even know that. You didn't even know that there was no 40 acres and a mule? No. Well, well, give them the 48 years of a mule. Exactly. What's the hold up here? So then in 63... Donkeys? <laughs> yeah, just give them a donkey. Believe it, I'm big Owen Dukes. It's their fault. Racial inequality. But then in 63, they had the March on Washington. It was 100 years later, and the whole purpose of it was getting together and see how far they had come in the 100 years since the Emancipation Proclamation. So it was like 250,000 nonviolent people gathering in front of the Lincoln Memorial, demonstrating for social justice. And Dr. King was just one of the many speakers. By the way, have you seen the whole King speech? No. Nonviolent. It's not that good. Really? It wasn't that moving or touching? Well, here's the thing. Was, I, it, was it like pretty uh, not to, not to, riding the fence? In fact, speaking of college, I took a communications course at Texas Tech, and we watched the whole speech. And everybody's like, wow, that was amazing. People were crying, blah, blah, blah. And I was the a-hole was like, he's not a very good speaker because he was yelling the whole time. Like the Big O and Duke show, yelling the whole time. <laughs> and now you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna compare Martin Luther King to the Big O and Duke yeah. show? No, just don't, don't do that. It's crossing the line. Just the speaking styles. That's all. But if you sit down and calling people donkeys, <laughs> no. Okay. But if you sit down and watch the whole 18 minutes speech, you know what I mean? It was it was it wasn't the the whole thing was him like yelling and screaming as opposed to the little 30 second you know I have a dream clip or whatever. But anyway, on Saturday, man, it was cool because a lot of people got together for a good reason for the 40th anniversary of the march in Washington for the same thing, man. Social justice, peace. The whole, you know, the whole shebang. What are you saying? Because the whole thing was not nonviolent, dude. There were stores looted and, you know. But it wasn't it, them. Uh, it wasn't Martin Luther King himself. All right, because you were 20 in 1963. No, no because my dad lived in Southeast at that time and, and has told me stories. Of what? That's why. There are just people going crazy, you know. Martin Luther comes to town. If you're white, you better get off the street. All right, that was the attitude back then. Why? Don't disperse. Why? Trust. No, I, I don't know. I'm I don't. And why? Because there was, you know, there you was a lot of fights. There was a lot of looting. Not, you know. Are you saying he was uh, a hate monger? No. No. Why, when Martin Luther I'm, King comes to town, the white people go hiding? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, of I, course I, you don't know. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I'm too. just saying it wasn't peace as peaceful. As you know, I, he, think, I, I, I think he intended everyone and he wanted everyone to be peaceful, but it just didn't work out that way. That's all I'm saying. I think it was like you know one percent of a holes out there. Probably. Exactly, it's always the one percent that you. It's like the the one percent at Ozfest that were throwing bottles and no, and, 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 what, and what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're talking about them people. 
that's who makes the news. You know what I mean? That's why... Oh, the bad people. Well, exactly. All right. Exactly. With, with you saying them people, I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, yeah. After what you've done in the last ten minutes of the show. <laughs> 800. Got a granola bar. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Both of oh, shut up, Dubs. He's like, come on, Greg. That was the line. It's been eight seconds. <laughs> you can't... No, it hasn't. Eric, welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Hey, guys, you, this is Eric. You have the facts all wrong. Go ahead. Well, uh, Dr. King wasn't yelling. He was a, he was a preacher, so he had a very like, well, religious no. delivery. No, that's what sermon I, he was giving, basically. That's what I was saying. I mean, and I meant to get to that point, but it's that usual Southern Baptist, like, speech. It's uh, You're right. It's not yelling. It's not yelling at all, but it's a very loud, boisterous thing. And as a guy that studied oratory... It wasn't like a great speech. You know what I mean? Like the if, president. If you're a student of oratory, you know that inflection is everything. And he. Well, that, that's poor inflection. Yelling is poor inflection. But that's what that's... I'm. But that's what I'm saying, though. You have highs and lows. There were no highs and lows in the speech. I mean, there are like three of us that have seen the whole speech. You got to admit with that that sometimes you sit there and you talk and you're calm and then you raise your voice and then you get up instead of like the big Owen Duke show, raising your voice the whole time and screaming at each other the whole time. Now, you're right. I used the wrong word in yelling. That was incorrect. But the inflection, there was none. It was at a constant rate high the whole time. That's, that's not true. I mean, you remember the parts where he, he goes into a very uh, introspective tone where his voice kind of trembles a little bit when you really talk, like when he says... Um, it's because he's out of breath from yelling. No, well, I don't know about that. That's not the second point that you're, you're, uh, you're inaccurate about, the, there was no looting and rioting during the, Dr. King's presentation. The, the only rioting and looting came when he was shot years later. That's when the rioting no. happened in D.C. Well, no, you're I wrong. Was, I wasn't here then. It, it wasn't during the speech, but, it you know, leading up to. I don't know, Spoon. I don't that, know. that guy sounds as old as I am. I mean, he wasn't there. Well, Spoon is. I'm not. Spoon says that he was here and his daddy told him that whenever Dr. King came to town that all the wild no, kids. No, nah, well, that, oh, that's, that's not you, what he said. That's what you just told me. I'm just saying it, it wasn't cool. You know what I mean? Like, everything wasn't everything. You couldn't just go up to a, hey, man, what's up? Nah, it wasn't, you know. Well, of course that, not, man. People are on edge. And thank you for the phone okay, call, Okay, but I mean, you know. And that was the other thing going back to Ozfest that I wanted to mention. No, turn that off. I don't want to play that. That was the other thing, too, is that whenever we uh, went to Ozfest, it, I was like one of like 20 minorities at Ozfest. And it, and it was like, I've heard people talk, probably people like Spoon, I'm the only white guy in an all-black neighborhood, you know, blah, blah, blah. Welcome to my nightmare. Welcome to the life that I live every day where I'm the only minority around a bunch of white folks. You don't see me wigging out. Why do you wig out when it's the opposite? Dude, because you look white. I mean, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not really... Hit the out music. Yeah. And I don't look white. What is this about me looking white? I mean, it's not like you look so... I don't look... Do I not look ethnic to you? I mean, slightly. You're looking a lot less. How is that? I don't know. You're losing your tan. You're Get out looking. In the sun. Look, look. Put your arm next to mine, man. I don't understand how people look at me and say that I don't look like a minority, though. You don't anymore. <laughs> I'm not saying you aren't. Now, is no, it, you're. Is, well, that's the other thing too. Is that I got all these white friends that say, you know, well, you don't look. No, I, I don't think of you as Mexican or whatever. <laughs> well, you should. I mean, I'm a Mexican American. Of course, you should. You're white. Like they mention all the Mexican, you know, Latinos. Speak, speak some Spanish. Latinos that work around the station, you know what I mean? And they talk about, you know, V and uh, Gwindy. What do they say about him? This douche over here, Fidel. 
I just thought, you know, and then and everybody leaves me out of the equation, though. My name's El Jefe. You should know this. It looks like Chemical Ali. Oh, come on. The last 15 minutes of this show should be wiped off the face of the earth. Between Spoon's Jew jokes, <laughs> inaccuracies on what happened on the march on Washington in 63, and now you with Chemical Ali. By the way, just on that real quick. How many times are we going to catch Chemical Ali? <laughs> what is this, the seventh time we've caught Chemical Ali? How many Chemical Ali's are there out there? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The phone number for the music show. Coming up next, tell Hefe's Hideout in 106.7 WJFK. Come on in, guys. Show's Bye. over. See Everybody sing along. Everything's been said before. Nothing to say anymore.